Welcome to Revitalizing the Declining Church with Dr. Desmond Barrett. Brought to you by the Brazil Institute for Church Revitalization, Missional Engagement, and Leadership Development. An institute that envisions to partner with churches and her leaders to strategize, strengthen, and discern God's will for the local church. Welcome to episode 95 of Revitalizing Declining Church. I'm your host, Dr. Desmond Barrett. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about becoming a house of prayer. Most legacy church leaders like yourself realize that when the time comes to address the needs of potential guests, those who have remained for years begin to push back on the notion that new people need to be brought up in or brought in to help the church. New blood sometimes brings out bad blood for those who held power as the church has decreased in attendance. The story of Martha and Mary found in Luke chapter 10, verse 38 through 42, shows the parallel lives and cost of not paying attention to the guests who visit the church. Jesus, throughout his ministry, showed a remarkable tact of decentralizing the mission by empowering his disciples while at the same time handing off responsibility to those around him. This two-for-one approach allowed the disciples to carry forth the ministry of Jesus long before he ascended into heaven. Being taught and empowered to serve the disciples brought the teaching of Christ beyond the 200-mile radius that Jesus ministered in and has touched the lives of billions throughout the centuries. The church must have a missional plan to connect with guests other than a gift bag and a connection card when a guest walks through the church's front doors. The missional strategy, it's not a secret supplied plan or a strategy given to only large churches, but a simple plan found within Christ's teachings. Jesus taught that his followers needed to gather and go. And so on today's episode, I want to talk about this becoming a house of prayer. And the first major point is gather to pray. If you serve in the average church, your services are most likely scripted down to how long it will take you or someone else to pray. How the North American church got into such a mess, I honestly do not know. I know that it is not unique to your church or even mine. Or even in North America, I imagine it's happening across the world. It's become a phenomenon that has put the Holy Spirit in a box so that people could be in and out within the hour. One of the most potent words given in the Bible is found in the books of Matthew and Mark. And I want to focus on the scripture in Mark chapter 11, verse 17. It is not written, or is it written, excuse me, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. How can your local church be a house of prayer if the house is locked to the will of God? My friend, you're not alone. Tens of thousands of churches across the globe want to be God-centered places of worship, but turn into minister-centered worship centers that rely on their power and only call on God when trouble strikes. Reporter Ryan Foley, writing for the Christian Post, 
cites that 1,000 respondents in a survey in April of 2020 that only 45% of adults surveyed claim that they pray every day. And of that, 65% of adults said that they prayed at least once a week, but not daily. The poll was at the beginning of an unfolding global pandemic that would take over 1.1 million American lives. If the church would not stop and pray during a once in a 100-year global pandemic, how can the church expect to become an authentic house of prayer? The second major point is prayer meetings change things. Have you ever called a prayer meeting at your church? How many showed up? If you have been to ones I attended, it's typically less than 10 people. I used to get so discouraged by the low attendance number, but today I celebrate the 10 people who chose to pause, pray, and participate in a prayer meeting. According to a research poll cited earlier, just 15% of those surveyed said they'd never prayed, while the remaining 17% said they pray irregularly. So it makes sense that only a handful show up and pray when church leaders like you call a prayer meeting. Some time ago, God placed in my own heart to call my local church to prayer. Why? Because we had many needs that needed addressing. Do you feel that at your own church? At the very least, there were no visitors or at least none that would stay. And each Wednesday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., the church is called to prayer. Within the first three weeks of this focused prayer time, God provided two major blessings as we began to turn his house into a house of prayer time. A church member donated $50,000 to help with our physical needs as we were a legacy church with a lot of deferred maintenance, close to a million dollars worth of deferred maintenance. And we've begun to address it. And with hours, within hours of that donation, Mind you, can I just be honest, I've never seen a $50,000 donation until this one. And within hours of that donation, the church received word that a former member had passed away and left a quarter of a million dollar estate to the church to go towards our homeless ministry program. Do you think that's coincidence? No, my friends, that was God because we have chosen to become a house of prayer. The third major point is celebrate what happens through prayer. Now, now some may say, well, that was luck or even timing. And I just say, look at God, my friends. When the church humbled themselves in prayer, God began to move on our behalf. Now, please do not hear what I'm not saying. If you pray, riches will not be dropped in your lap. But when you pray... God begins to move on your behalf like never before, opening the church up for future God moves. When focused and deliberate prayer, prayer can restore what the enemy has stolen. It can heal wounds caused by church strife and change the outlook of even the most hardened heart. And I want you to find ways, my friends, to keep prayer at the center of the church. It is good to pray alone in your prayer closet. But something, something begins to happen when God's people gather and pray for the church's needs. Whatever the need, wherever you gather as a church, begin to lift the needs in prayer 
and do it together. And then trust me. Trust me because I've witnessed it even in the last few weeks. God moves when the church begins to pray. What do you have to lose? Try it. Call your local church to prayer weekly for an extended period. And if only two or three show up, I want you to celebrate. And suppose 50 people participate. Celebrate. Allow the Spirit of God to dictate the time and spiritual effort to put forth. Trust. Trust the God process as you gather and turn His house into a house of prayer. Thanks for listening to Revitalize the Declining Church with Dr. Desmond Barrett. If you liked what you heard today, would you be willing to share it with your colleagues or your local leaders inside your church? Why don't you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode that comes out? As always, my friends, I believe in you. I'm praying for you. Have a great week.